0: Welcome back to another episode of Unlocking with Adam Pike, and this podcast is sponsored by Microcybin. This is a company that is fantastic. If you're looking to level up your life, go to Microcybin. So I have a guest on today, um, and his name is William Tithcott. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? <laughs> you got it, bud. How's it going, my man? Going
1: great. Really good, man.
0: So, yeah, I got the. I mean, Will kind of connected over, um, for those of you listening, we connected over social media and whatnot. And he posted a video the other day just talking about a topic. And I, I watched that video three times, man, because it's such a huge thing that's happening in the world, right? But before we jump into that, like just to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Uh, I am a personal trainer, I have been a trainer for well over 15 years. Nice. Uh, it's obviously my passion. I love what I do. Uh, health and fitness has just been a major part of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe in balance. though. I like to go and have fun every once in a while, but you know, accordingly. Yeah. Uh, those are the very, very important things. You can't just be like straight and narrow all the way through. I find some people can, it's not for me. I like to have a little fun once in a while, but yeah, uh, training has been my passion. It's what I do. It's what I love. Uh, I love to help people as best I can. And, uh, Hell, it's, it's created a great living for me, and yeah, today because of it, and who I am today because of it.
0: And you're an Edmonton boy,
1: right? I'm an Edmonton boy,
0: yeah. Born and raised,
1: uh, basically, I was uh, raised in a small town outside of uh, Edmonton, about a half hour from here, south of it. Oh,
0: okay, it. what's it called? Kalmar. No, we yeah, know no. it.
1: It's like a I, sp- st- I,
0: I did spend a lot of time up that way when I was like in the oil fields and whatnot, so I maybe I. Drove past it. Who, who fucking knows? But well, well, um, I don't. I don't miss the cold. I don't miss that uh negative negative fifty temperatures. I don't know if it's been that cold up there this year. But what, what's it like right now?
1: Actually, it's not too too bad. I think it's like minus ten or fifteen or something today. Oh, that's that's not bad. It's not too bad. Honestly, we've had a pretty mild winter. Minus December, it was it was pretty fucking cold in December for a bit there. But yeah, January's been uh we've been lucky. we been pretty lucky. I'm waiting yeah. to get it yet still. I'm, I'm sure it's coming.
0: And you're starting off the cold plunging.
1: Oh, buddy. I'm loving it.
0: <laughs> How's that, eh? Oh,
1: it's great. Like five days in now, uh, compared to cold showers, cold showers was like, you know, you did that for years and it was great, mm. but it's different elements, a different demon. I think like it's a good way to get yourself into it, the cold showers, but the plan, yeah. man, phenomenal. Like I look forward to it right now. I'm sure by day 20, I won't be looking forward to it as much as I am right now. But yeah. At this point, it's, it's great. And uh, adding the breathing techniques, you uh, you recommended the Wim Hof. Like, yeah,
0: how was that? Eh?
1: Honestly, phenomenal. Today, I was able to get to like uh, almost nine minutes. Shockingly. Jeez. But, man, I don't know what my temperature is. I gotta, I'm got i getting the thermometers coming tomorrow because I got everything. Yeah. Morning. Well, my boys are like, well, how warm is it? It looks like it's lukewarm. There's no ice in there.
0: <laughs> Dude,
1: it's in the garage. It's the temperature of outside. It's pretty fucking cold. Like, my yeah. hand." Pins and needles at like two minutes, right?
0: Yeah. When I first started, um, it wasn't like super cold, and I there were, I, I remember one time I was in there for like sixteen minutes, but it, I know it definitely wasn't super cold. Yeah. But like I showed you last night, like it's fucking filled with ice, bro. And like I I I was in for like just under two minutes today, and I was like, fuck, I gotta get out. Like it's I, it's.
1: That's another. <laughs> I don't even. I'm it's supposed to get a little colder next few days. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot colder coming up, but I can't imagine breaking ice on that. Uh Yeah. yeah. Maybe in a month from now, I might uh, venture out to that level. That's pretty yeah. good.
0: Yeah. I, and like, it's, it's hard to say if I'm really noticing massive, like benefits from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I I'm, I, I'm doing it and I know it's like, it takes a lot of discipline to fucking go out there and like get in that thing. Cause I fucking hate doing it. But like, am I really noticing big benefits? I don't know. Like,
1: I got I feel you there. Uh, the only thing I notice is I just feel great when I'm done I come like out, yeah, I'm energized. I'm cl- thinking clear, ready to rock, and there's no sluggish yeah. in the morning like I used to. Yeah, so that in itself is it's, it's like a great catalyst to get the day rolling for me at this point. Yeah, but so I'm,
0: you're doing it first thing in the mornings, eh?
1: i do the first thing yeah i go i do my cardio 15 20 minutes get the sweat yeah. i'm just gonna get sweat and then i go right into the cold plunge after that
0: yeah that's or- something that i that's something that i kind of shied away from is doing it in the mornings i've been kind of doing it like late at night it's almost like i just i'm starting to hate because i'm i'm 27 days straight now and i'm like man i don't want to fucking do this today
1: ah, <laughs> probably why yeah man i feel yeah, it's at nighttime it's almost like it's the reverse effect because it doesn't energize you and wake you up right before bed There's
0: not a, really i'm uh, not really man i've been i've been taking these uh these like cbd gummies like i i'm I'm not a big weed smoker are you, are you
1: i i do smoke weed i'm not huge I, i'm like a puff or two before bed
0: That's yeah true. like i don't i i'm like never ever smoke weed and like i'd say the last two weeks i've been taking these weed gummies and it knocks me the fuck out. Like I mean, I could sleep for ten hours and not wake up. So oh,
1: yeah, that definitely helps.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that definitely helps for sure. For sure. Um. So yeah, I I let's just let's just talk about that video that that you posted. Um, yeah. about, about like men not opening up. I'll, I'll I'll let you take the role if you want to just jump yeah. jump in there.
1: I just find, um. Definitely, obviously, it's a big thing going on right now. We're seeing it everywhere on social media. Everyone's saying, you know, men need to open up more. We need to be more emotional, uh, which I get it. We do, and I think it's, it's a big thing. We do need to start, uh, you know, evoking this, but it's almost like a double-edged sword at the same time, I find, because depending on who you open up to and when you do it, we do get hit with backlash or some shame, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think you've got to be careful who we open up to but it is a big thing. We need to start doing it because the more we push these emotions down, don't talk to anybody about this stuff. Some that you deeply trust, admire you care to that they maybe are going through the same thing, or there's are some that can truly listen. We don't do that. We bottle them up and just push them down and just keep forgetting. And I find instead of dealing with that pain, it just kind of sits there and then you, it does start building and, I know I've been a victim of it every once in a while. I'm showing a lot of friends and other people I know. You gravitate to other things to distract yourself instead of talking about it. And there's many different distractions, many different things we do. A big important, not important one. So a big one people do is, you know, partying. And you go and get that dopamine dump, whatever you need to do, go get rip it up. And when you do that, you, you bottle that shit up. You forget about it. And then the weekend's over. Usually you're hungover. You're depressed. All, every, all Your serotonin is down nice and low because you've been ripping it up so hard for all weekend. And it usually takes like Wednesday or Thursday mentally before you're actually fully there. Physically, you're probably fine by Monday, but mentally it's not there. And then these, all those things you internalize through all those three days. Why the fuck did I do this? Ba-da-da-da-da. All the same shit, I find. We mm-hmm. all go ahead. And then the weekend comes again, right? And
0: yeah.
1: dealing with it, it's much easier just to go out, grab some beers, the boys, wherever it may be. Hit a party up, go grab a bag of blow, whatever it is that these guys do. I've done in the past. I've done it myself, right? And you just get to a point where like I'm fucking sick of my own bullshit. And if I don't yeah. do anything, I'm gonna rip my own self apart. Like it's I'm turning fucking forty in this year, right?
0: Like Are you? Yeah, I turned forty this year. Wow. So, you look you look fucking great. I didn't I never I didn't expect that at all. I thought you were I thought you were like my age. No, Jeez. yeah.
1: Um I, I, well, I think that to fitness, definitely fitness has been like the best anti-aging
0: thing. There ever. you go, people. There you go. Get at it.
1: You can still do fitness and party a little bit and still keep it young, but you got to stay in the gym lifting those fucking weights, I tell you.
0: Yeah. There's what what kind of stuck with me uh, in that video is like when you're getting around the boys or if you're going to work and you like if you if you say something they're going to chirp you right yeah, and yeah. it's like me working in oil fields and like around all these older men right like they're always quick to say ah oh, shut the fuck up get back to work you you pussy you know what i mean yeah. and you it's 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 like that a lot everywhere so like i feel like men growing up i don't know how it is nowadays but like when i was younger right you didn't want to cry because you wanted to be like your dad and like not not cry you know what i mean so um yeah it's uh that kind of stuck with me a lot because i and i don't know if it's just a newfoundland thing because i've worked uh jobs home here and it's maybe it's just that generation right but like it's just they don't there's no emotions and like if you are a little bit sensitive or whatever they either don't like you or they're talking shit about you like you know what i mean
1: yeah absolutely like they They've learned to internalize things very well, I think. A lot of the, like, say with my old man, uh, the same generation. The mm-hmm. only emotion they knew how to express was anger and when they're upset, right? Yeah. And I like, like, he would blow up. But then, you know, like a couple hours later, they'd feel bad about it, come apologize, you know, which is nice. But not all the time. But, yeah, that's just that generation. They just, you can't, you can't express it. Just go do it. Do your job. You're a man. Take care. Take care of the family. Don't think of anything else outside of that. Fucking do your job yeah like man yeah. for years and years of suppression like you see it like in certain guys and they're like just miserable talk themselves or negative all the time it's
0: it's do. so bad
1: you know, yeah it's it's yikes yeah um and like yeah you're saying when you do mention to certain people they chirp you or something or even i find it's like who hurt you they say like, you know, like <laughs> you're emotionally unstable who hurts what do, like why does me express myself mean someone hurt me? I can't just say something like this. It makes me feel this way. I want to talk about it. It's not like yeah. who hurt me. It's just like this is just how it is. It's is just how I feel. It's okay. But when you attack mm. like that, it makes you not want to say anything. Yeah. So that's why I also feel it's it's good to talk about your feelings. But I also feel you got to be careful in where you share. It. Don't just share it anywhere and everyone. Right. Yeah. Like I, I know friends and who like expressed it with their spouses, their girlfriends. Right. And then the girl comes up like, you're, you're too needy. You're too emotional. I can't deal with this. I don't want like, so when a guy does that, it's hard for him to express it without getting that backlash. So how do you express it? When do you express it? And who do you do it to without all this shit coming at you? Mm. It's like, there's so many things. I'm like, do this, don't do that. But you do this, but make sure you don't do it this way. You're like, fuck, man.
0: It's a tough world out there for sure. And um, I like just listening to you say that the the when the guy opens up and the girl's like oh you're too needy you're too this i think if your girlfriend if you're opening up to your girlfriend and she's saying that to you i don't think she's the right girl
1: probably not i'm gonna be
0: completely i'm gonna be completely honest because communication is super fucking important and i find that a lot of relationships probably fail nowadays because people are not communicating and like maybe the men are not you know opening up like they they want to open up and they just kind of just be like, fuck it, I'm done, moving on, just on to the next girl, you know what I mean? But that don't fucking solve anything. You're, you're just going to be back to the same bullshit with another girl. And it's just a fucking cycle and a cycle and a cycle and it never fucking ends, yeah, right? Absolutely, man, yeah. Do you have a girl right now? Is, is there a lady? No, not right now, no. Um. Recently- he's, he's, he's single, girls. <laughs> Your DMs is going to be... <laughs> I'm just kidding, right? Just kidding. Well, I
1: recently, uh, recently single within the last couple months. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm like I've been in with. I've been with Rebecca now like six months. Six months going six months. on. Six months. Things are pretty good. Things are pretty good. There's like not, not one bad thing to say about it. It's smooth riding. She's chill. We communicate, and that's that's good. That's great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, usually around like it's like after three months. The mm. whole- Phase and all that kind of stuff is where everyone usually starts to come out who you really are. Your pattern. yeah, anything you said you maybe you didn't do is still gonna start yeah. coming out now, right? And that's like that whole phase is over now. You really got to communicate. Do I actually enjoy being with this person on a regular basis? Can I actually see this person being my friend and opening up to you and doing these things with them? Yeah, like after that, once you start passing that point, it's yeah. I think it's that's,
0: I, that's it. one thing that I fucking struggled with, like over the last ten years, is just going through that constant cycle, mm-hmm. and it was just like girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is happening here? Like, and but it was, it all stemmed like to me, like not communicating and you know, not be open and always like pointing the finger and it's like their fault. and I'm never in the wrong. It was all them, right? And it's only till now, you know, I'm 30 years old, and I'm like. Well, micro microsybin is really what kind of opened up my mind a little bit more about myself and, like, things that I was dealing with and, like, all these patterns and shit. So now I feel like that's why I'm more, like, open with Rebecca. And I'm like, hey, I, I know what I want. This is what I want. I'm communicating. If I feel a certain way, I open it up instead of, like, bottling it up and not communicating. And then maybe, like, later down the road, like, just you're resenting her for something that's stupid. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's a
0: constant cycle, man. It's hard to break when you're stuck in that fucking cycle.
1: Yeah, it is. And I, yeah, I can attest that. That microcybe definitely helping break down those barriers for you to allow yourself just to uh, just talk about it and like fucking step over that fear and just let it out, right? Yeah. You know, that, that you think the girl thinks of you you want to keep that image at all times as opposed to who you really are and mm-hmm. create as truly genuine or opposed to like looking at certain things and gaslighting them and like that's your fault da 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 instead of you know you're the common denominator but if I gaslight them into it it justifies why I'm feeling this way and then you break it off and then again the same cyclic pattern like you were talking about you just keep repeating and repeating and then yeah. the puppy dog phase in every single relationship and then you almost kind of get addicted to that puppy dog feeling every time and that's all you keep thinking because then when it gets tough all of a sudden when you actually got to communicate and open up you don't and you're like dah, 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 make excuses and then break it off and then you're like, oh, she was just like that. Oh, she was just
0: like this. And then you got and then you go to your boys, and then you're yeah, you're talking shit about her and she's talking shit about you. And it's like all of them, right? Like, I I I used to do that 100 percent And like my boys used to come to me and I used to be like, oh yeah, yeah. But now, if one of my boys comes up and starts like talking shit about some girl I just broke up with, I'm like, well you were probably the reason too, right? And I'll 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 like question them. And like what well, what are you what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, it takes fucking two to tangle, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. And I I want to go back to what you said with like the the partying and the drugs and like um just going through that constant cycle, right? Yeah. And I used to do that. 100%. I w- I, w- I was like a healthy guy during the week, weekend would come, I'm fucking getting crazy, tearing it up. Monday would come. I'm fucking feeling like garbage. I'm still like working out during the weeks, but my workouts are now shitty because I'm hungover. I probably ate like shit the entire weekend. Dehydrated. Like all... it. And it that was just happening for fucking years. So that's probably why I'm not looking like you right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I did, I did my fair share, man. I was the weekend warrior too many, many times.
0: And you probably went hard too, eh?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's... You know, you go to your 6 a.m. mornings, man.
0: And I'm, Yeah, I'm the type of guy that, like, I'll stay home for a month. But, like, that one night out, I am out. <laughs> and I'm a fucking demon when I go out. That's,
1: that's <laughs> so, my,
0: my – I, I don't like New Year's resolutions. But one thing I want to be more – like, one thing I want to do more this year is just go out and have a couple beer and then go home yeah. at, like, a normal hour and just go to sleep. You know what I mean? It's so the last time I went out with my boys. I had four drinks, and I was home in this house before 1 o'clock. And Rebecca's like, holy shit, I didn't expect you to be home until 5. I'm like, I know. It's crazy, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. You start liking being uh, sober in the mornings and the weekends, being actually productive for once instead of productive drinking, productive actually the time you can actually do things. Yeah. Actually versus your when you're through the week, you're fucking doing your 9 to 5 or whatever is your your business, wherever you're running and dealing with everything else, weekend tends to be this time you can have to yourself. And if you're hungry shit from the party the night before, and then you order skip the dishes all day long, you're just eating shit, watching movies, whatever it is, just to kind of Spend know. Spending money. money. Spending more money. Yeah, like you're right. And then Monday or Tuesday, come workout sucks if you even make it to the gym. And then you come home at the end of the day, you're still tired. So what do you do? You probably don't score or skip again, smoke some weed, maybe grab a beer, throw a TV on, and just kind of ignore shit. So kind of, you lose like two or three days every fucking week because of this, I find. And
0: you get nowhere, you get yeah. nowhere with your results, like nowhere. No. So. Drinking is the fucking devil, man. It it really is. And it, it played a big factor on my life for a very long time. Yeah.
1: So
0: I get it. Cause like when you start
1: drinking, you get like a certain drink and all you get that itch if you've been partying too much or a weekend, you're like, yeah. well, should we call buddy? Should we call buddy every time? Right. So like, it's there's that point where it's like a, a no return. Maybe learn to have a couple and be okay and then go away. And if you can't even do that, just don't be in that environment until yeah. you're wrong enough to handle that environment and only have a couple and say no. That's, that's tough. It's so tough for a lot of guys because yeah. they, they have FOMO. They don't want to miss out. They go home. Yeah, busy. yeah. Man, I know we're having so much fun right now. Oh, you're man. not
0: missing nothing. You're not missing anything. Like I was uh, th- This time last year, I was going out, I'd say, four times a week. I was single and it was just, I was constantly going out. And I look at it now. I'm like, why in the fuck was I going out so much? I wasn't happy. Like I was not happy with myself. So I was going out to like, like you said, get these temporary fixes. But then when it would come like me home by myself on like a Tuesday night or something, I'm like stuck in my head and Adam wasn't happy. So like these guys that are constantly going out all the time and drinking and drinking and drinking, like, what are you celebrating? Like, what does to celebrate? Nothing. Nothing. It's
1: yeah, you're living for the next weekend, living for the party. Some guys truly just love it. Oh so
0: man, and and so be it. Like yeah. if, if, if you love it that much, like great. But like my, now, like my mind like can't handle it because I just I find I just get get like in these high and low phases, and I don't like that.
1: That's I can't. That's the same thing. Like, the lows are so low sometimes, and it's just yeah, like, you up. And it's like, hey, well, what are you gonna do? It's like either learn to control those lows or just stop being a degenerate as much as you have been. Okay. Mm. well, why not right? Like, fuck again, I'm turning 40. Do I need to continue this crazy? No. Sure. Once in a while, like every few months, a good night out, let out. Again, you need that. You do. You, you need- got to let out. I understand. But when it comes to the point where it's every weekend or every other weekend, you're really not progressing. You're just waiting for the next party to come and like, Oh yeah, this is going to be a good one guys. we well, can't wait, boy. Like, Ah, it's just, I'm over it myself. It's just, it's enough's enough. Mm. I want to in certain things in my life and I can't do that. I can't hit that next level. If I'm still implementing the same formula I've been doing my whole last 10, 15 years, I can't expect a different outcome. I got to implement a new formula and it needs to be changes. And that's myself internally opening up, talking, expressing things, doing things that like this are so paramount, I think right now. Mm. Um, Again, that's why I feel it's so important to do that to express that because even I've had my own friends speak out and tell me like how much that was, it, it meant to them to hear that. And like, man, that resonates with me. That's, I'm that guy. I didn't even think about that. And man that was me last weekend. And they're like, I guarantee you more friends, more guys relate to that than they will admit. They just don't want to say it because again, the backlash this thing from other friends and like, Oh fuck man, come on. Like we got to go out this weekend. We got this plans. And yeah, it's yeah. You know,
0: you just get dragged into that shit. Like, I, I got a lot of friends. Like, they don't they don't open up. Even my dad. Like, I know my dad has a lot on his mind, but he will not open up to me. Will not. There's been a couple times where, like, he was a little bit drunk, and he opened up a little bit to me. And I was like, oh, shit. But, like, yeah. Like, I, I'm not afraid, man. I'm, I'm after fucking crying, like, multiple times last year. And men do cry. I don't give a fuck what you say. And if you don't cry, you're just suppressing your emotions and you're acting like this big tough man for like no one really gives a fuck if you're a big tough man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no one really cares. Yeah. And you need to open up and talk about your feelings. And yeah, if you're going through it, then fucking tell somebody like I, I've been, man, I had some really low, low times. And I like, I tell, tell my buddy about it. I'm like, dude, like. I'm having these thoughts like I'm like this it's kind of bad right and he'll he'll just he'll call me right away he's like bro give it up like just think about this for a minute think about who you are think about how many people love you da, 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 da. but the only person I find that can get you out of those low moments is you is yep. you that's it well, yeah. no matter what no matter like what buddy your friend your mom says anything they, everybody got advice right but it's only you that can dig yourself into that fucking hole. And if you want to stay there and you don't do shit in your day, you're going to stay there. And you're going to keep being fucking depressed. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh,
1: I find having sometimes a lot of guys don't have direction or purpose in life. Like something that's a passion to follow. Yeah. And the mundane shit. When it helps to have that direction to lead you for sure right like you don't have that it's it makes things way tougher to stay in that cyclic cycle of just partying and doing that same shit and not opening up like for yeah. sure we need yeah. that we're, we're happy so we're, we're creative we're doing things and if you're not being creative you don't have something that makes you happy doing it on a regular basis you got to go out and just try new things if you're not sure what i don't know what makes me happy well you've never asked yourself man you've never actually going to try like whatever me go like rock climbing go bowling go paint a picture go for a hike I don't care. Do something and then you don't like it, you don't like it, but keep trying. You might be like, Wow, this is actually very enjoyable. I I could do this again. And yeah. I could do this with something else now. With a, wow, you know like, if you don't try, again, you stay in that whole spot. And if you're not willing to fucking do it or stick with your own bullshit until you get to that point, doesn't matter what anyone says, again, you can open up too and you're just gonna be in one ear, out the other.
0: Absolutely. You gotta you gotta have something to look forward to, man. Like even this podcast, like I was looking forward to doing this podcast, right? So it's – I was in a weird like little phase where I was like – I did – I think I did 10, 10 episodes myself and I was too scared to bring people on. Or maybe it was like six or seven. I don't know. But anyways, I was like telling myself I wanted to get people on but I was too scared to do it. I was like nervous. I was like – But I'm just – that was just me in my own head, right? So like all week long, like normally I had two guys on before you. Normally I'd be like super, super ner- nervous. I was kind of like talking to myself all week. I'm, like, man, just fucking go in there and have a conversation. There's nothing to be nervous about nothing to be nervous about. you're not you know, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's just people get in their own heads and like yeah 100 you got to have something uh to look forward to I mean, but
1: how, i look at you right like how great this is this cool right yeah now you're banned, chill. right chill. i do this is, you're my first podcast i've ever done right like, hey, <laughs> i gotta read right i'm like oh shit like but yeah you're nah.
0: right
1: i just said fuck it just go with the flow and just have a combo and if it works out pff, yeah awesome. you know and so, yeah
0: um so can I ask what you did before training?
1: Before training. Oh fuck, that was like a long time ago. I did uh, sales. Yeah. Um and uh labor work. I was a tin basher for a couple years as well. So that was uh, not a fun job. I hated that job.
0: So what made you want to come over to training people?
1: Training? Uh well I always loved fitness. So I started working out when I was like 16, 17. Yeah. I was, uh, and it was just something that I always enjoyed doing, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I make. I thought about making money from be a trainer. Let's just do it, but I didn't. I didn't have anyone around me to push me, motivate me, show me the direction to go in. It was all just on my own. So I kind of just floated through uh, life in the first early my early twenties, and just random jobs like sales and tin bashing. And then I remember I got laid off in tin bashing, and I think it was a two thousand eight recession. I think it was um yeah, yeah. like that was like the housing crash or something like that and uh man I, I had to go through bankruptcy like i was no money value i was just spending money i was making good money tim did cash jobs but like i was just spending credit card didn't think anything yet, no clue and then boom laid off nothing i was like shit i had to go through bankruptcy lost everything it was like the shittiest time wow. Um uh, yeah it was just brutal And then living on like EI or welfare, well, well, EI I think it was, and trying to figure out what the fuck do I do? And I had no clue. Uh, All thing I had that I loved was working out. I had leftover from the bankruptcy, at least my bench, my bench press, shoulder press, dumbbells, all that stuff in in my house. So I thought I could at least work out. I have this. And I thought, fuck it. Why don't I try to like become a trainer? Let's just fucking do it. Take a chance. I'm sick of fucking going job to job to job. So but the problem was I was broke because I went through bankruptcy. I didn't have no money for a course, nothing like that, because that's how fucking hurt I was. So I was like, "Okay, well, there's only one thing I can do that I have worth value, and that is my gym equipment. So I decided to sell the very thing that made me happy <laughs> to pay for a course so I can get my personal training degree. Wow.
0: And, um,
1: it was a fucking very tough decision, and I just said, fuck it. I did it. I got the money for the course, took it and I've never turned back since then and I've been rolling and killing it from that point on it was uh
0: invest in yourself people yeah that was a motivational fucking story man god damn
1: that was literally the point It was just yeah <laughs> i guess so are are are, are, you, were
0: you, are you are you training in your in your house yeah now i have a studio in my yeah. basement yeah yeah it looks it looks sick man cuz I, I was looking at it there and i was like it's like that kind of looks like in his house
1: yeah yeah it's i converted the whole basement over it was covid kind of Yeah, yeah. As shitty as it was, like it was a good thing for me to do that because it allowed me to keep my business going, and I ended up thriving better than I was prior to COVID. Actually, but I think because I had a service that no one else could offer because gyms were closed. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, that's great, man. That's great. That's that's a fucking great story. Yeah, I find um, man, talking about like working when we were younger, it's one thing that I wish I would have done. What my dad told me was save money, Adam. Save money. Because when I was younger, I was making a lot of money, and as fast as it was coming in, it was also going back out. And like when you're when you're young like that, like a young man making fucking thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars, Mm -hmm. you're just like, yeah, fuck, (laughs) man,
1: yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck yeah, let's go,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, money's not an option, eh? But now, like now, I find that you know I'm kind of like working on my own and stuff like that. I'm more, just like I'm saving a lot more money now than when I was making when I was you know working in the oil field and shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just being more smarter with my money, um, but I'm I'm trying to save those wild nights for like if if my good buddy got a birthday or if I'm going on vacation. But like, I will not allow myself to go out on a random weekend for no fucking reason just to go out and get fucked up. Yeah. I so, know. one thing that me and the girlfriend uh, will do now is uh, do some mushrooms together. We just stay- I
1: like that. I like.
0: That. Have you Have you tried like a larger dose of mushrooms?
1: Oh yeah, I've done my recreational. Dose. Okay,
0: so, so you know what's you know what's up. Oh,
1: yeah, I've had some <laughs> trips, man. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Have you had
0: Have you had any um? Any like life changing experiences or like any any thing that kind of comes to mind that you were like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, uh, I'd say one of the hot craziest experience I had was in Thailand, I think, um, Good. in uh, Koh, Koh Tao, I think it was. Yeah, and it was just like this little hut in the side of a the mountain. They had mushroom shakes, and I remember going up there. Well. It was on of uh, the craziest vacation I've been on. That was right before COVID and doing mushrooms there i think we did like two shakes me and a couple buddies each which was probably not a smart idea <laughs> they recommend one but we didn't feel anything Another round, of course and then <laughs> as soon as you're drinking the second one i'm like oh shit that was the first wave of the first one i don't think we should be drinking the second one but why not let's just fucking go with it and like that trip was unbelievable it just I don't even know how to explain the things I seen in my head. You could close your eyes, and like obviously the kaleidoscope and stuff. It was almost like I was like puzzle, was like shifting things around in my life and planning things out ahead. (laughs) Although the world had different ideas for my plans, obviously because COVID happened. As soon as I came back, and those ideas went okay, that didn't happen. That wasn't gonna work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, it was just lots of change and lots of adapting at that point, which obviously everyone endured, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't say I've had a really big experience like that. But one thing that I noticed, like the more that I'm doing those larger doses, like before it was like me and my buddies, would get together, we take mushrooms, we're just laughing, being fucking stupid. Like you're not really thinking anything about it. No, no. But now it's like when I d- take these, these mushrooms it's like i understand what's happening more and it's almost like it's like i'm using it to like figure something out my life if that makes any sense but i've had a couple times now where i've literally sat by myself high on mushrooms like crying to myself and then the next day i'm like i just appreciate life a lot more
1: yeah i imagine
0: yeah it's uh it's fucking mushrooms are great
1: let it all out. and a sense of ease the next day. It's just like you've unpacked.
0: This- and there's no hangovers. There's no hangovers.
1: That's it. There's no hang. Exactly, which is fantastic. I think I'm learning when you set like an intention sometimes, if you want to do like a, a reset, as you maybe will call it mushroom high. Yeah. Set an intention of what you're trying to accomplish or what you want to focus on and then just really get into a meditative state, close your eyes, and just experience the high like that and just kind of think and go with that is that might be hard for some people because generally what most with those mushrooms, you pop them to have, get high, have visuals, laugh at your friends, go trip out on shit, and go walk in mother nature. But I think mm. if you set an attention, maybe by yourself or with someone else that you trust, you care about, and they can do the same thing. You could probably have a pretty fucking amazing experience that. Uh, oh yeah.
0: You know? Oh yeah. Um, my, so I, I was working with a company uh, here and they said that I had to go back to Alberta to work. Right. So, I was, like, so confused on what to do. I didn't want to go back to Alberta, obviously, because I was I was doing that before, like, camp job. Fucking hated it. Yeah. And I started, like, thinking in my head, like, what I can be doing. I was like, okay, like, I can try, like, the whole online fitness thing. But I was like, well, I don't know if that's going to pay the bills. And I was very fucking confused. But anyways, I remember I was like, Rebecca, I'm going to do mushrooms tonight because I need to figure some shit out. And so like with mushrooms you kind of go through these phases and I I find like towards the end of it that's when my brain starts firing the most and you come coming up with all these ideas and I sat down and broke it down I'm like do I really want to go back up to Alberta staying in these little fucking camps like for three weeks at a time doing this, this shit work that I fucking hate doing it's not it's not so bad but like I I, feel like I don't that. wanna do that type of work. Like I don't I don't wanna do that type of work anymore. I will do it. Like if it comes to the point where I have to do it, I'll go do it. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna go for it. Nice. And I just start fucking making it work and then like you know, I start helping out Microcybin, and then I you know I start doing online fitness and people start like trusting me and coming in. I start up the podcast and then fucking here we are like what is it five five months later? I'm still going.
1: <laughs> well, man, I, I remember watching you from following me from a while back and seeing your progression. And I'm just like, yeah,
0: I don't even know where I found your page.
1: Uh, who knows, man. Maybe someone posted a following. Or yeah, a God, maybe, I, I maybe. Remember, but I remember seeing it. Yeah. And saw it, seeing you progress. And then you mm. talk you the microcybin, and that's when I reached out. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's try this stuff. And yeah, being a lot of breakthroughs and just watching your patterns and like seeing these things happen and then fuck it, take a chance on yourself and just fucking
0: do it, man. Because if you so, do, you've been you, know? you you how long have you been doing the the protocols now, Microsoft? About well, two months now. Two months,
1: okay. maybe a little bit over, maybe two and a half at this point now.
0: Yeah, yeah, honestly, like when I when I found like I don't know, so that the the thing that we were doing, like, we were jumping on the Zoom call with the boys and like kind of talking about um like the products and just really diving deep into the brain and how you can use uh microdosing and like that's when i started like being like oh i start realizing a lot like i did it for six months like with the protocols you're following Like i did it every single day man didn't miss a fucking day and uh that's what i feel like kind of shifted my life right yeah. so it's definitely it's definitely not for everybody but I do strongly fucking believe that if you use these products correctly and you put your intention to where it needs to be and you stop being a fucking piece of shit of just drinking alcohol three nights a week and just focus okay. on your health and your fitness, then that, that's when you're going to get the most benefits from oh, yeah. um, microcybin, I think.
1: I agree. It, it gives you an edge for sure. I, I, yeah. Limitless drug, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, man, you need to try the, um, you need to try the macrocybin Jedis. Yeah, Cause that, that's, cause the, that's that. the fucking limitless drug, man. I, I, I haven't, I haven't had that since, um, since the summer. And I remember I, 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 like, I would just take one and go on out and fucking on a hike or like a run or just go to the gym, man. I just felt like the guy I fucking limitless. That's like, that's how I was feeling. That's awesome. Yeah. Mushrooms are fucking pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. They're,
1: they're taking over, man. I love it. It's uh, I love these and those or like your uh, LSD for even like, if I'm going out, maybe take a double dose. Mm. Just, I'm just, Dude, like, right. And like, it's, I have a great I, energy. I'm still in control, still in check. It's not like I'm tripping balls or high. I just have an exceedingly higher sense of overall being that just, I feel great. And I just like being around people and exchanging energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, uh, there was this one party I went to this, um, like normally if I go to a party, I'm getting trashed. Right. But I, I took two of those, uh, macro Jedis and I must've had a hundred conversations with multiple different people. And like, I was like really engaged with the conversation. Right. And it was just, it was just so easy to like talk to so many different people and like, yeah. there's there's no hangover and like you're just it's you're very in a controlled state you know what i mean yeah. the thing about I that, like i don't know if you've ever tried microdosing like on your own term like just kind of taking a little bit of actual mushrooms like that's how i started mm-hmm. and it was very inconsistent <laughs> fuck <Yep. laughs> so <Whoa>. dude so <laughs> one one day i one day um Me and this girl, we're going to go to this place here in Newfoundland. Like you you drive up and it's uh, like there's all these whales and stuff that you can see just from the shoreline, right? So I take a little bit of like a tiny little microdose, just like what I would normally take. But it was like actual mushrooms and uh, go pick her up. So like she got a big lunch pack, like fucking had all these like made sandwiches herself and all this shit. And uh, we, we start driving. I'm like, man, I don't feel good. I was like, I don't feel good. So I was like, I got to turn around. So I literally like picked her up, dropped her off within five minutes and then went home. And dude, man, I had this fucked up experience. So my reason for saying this is that's why I like microsyping because it's very controlled and you know what you're getting and it's very, very consistent. It's not like hit or miss like that. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Doing uh trying to like weigh out point ones, or maybe try a little point one and a half or a point two, and you get a different batch. The batches aren't always the same. And like I've done it when I was doing I was training clients at the rec center, and sometimes I took a little extra, not thinking, and think it'd be okay. And You get there and you're
0: just like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, still fuck that reminds me of i was at this i was at this bar christians right and um there's these mushrooms here called uh, like newfoundland mushrooms apparently they're like really really potent i didn't know this so my buddy's like oh do you want some i'm like oh yeah sure just give me a little cap like you know like what i would normally take but dude i was sitting at the fucking bar i had to call my friend to come pick me up because i could not look people in the faces like their faces was not faces it was (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So just watch what you're taking when you're doing these ashrams. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Anyways, um, I got a question for you. If yeah. you were to die today, right, and you had one message that you wanted to leave to the world from you, what you've learned over the years of whatever, just you have one message that you can leave with the world, and that's what people are going to remember you by what would you what would you say so i know that's a lot but like uh, and I just, I, I just want to say i've never done this before but i was kind of thinking like how can i like how what what, what can i add towards the end of the podcast And i, I think this is-
1: yeah yeah fair enough uh the only thing that comes to mind would be honest at stop giving a fuck what other people fucking think of anything you're doing in life great at, fucking answer and at, at, at the end of the day they're so more concerned about what they're doing than what you're doing anyway. So just go fucking do you. And if the ones that actually fucking matter, will care. and But the ones that don't, we all know they just it doesn't really matter. They don't know you. They don't know what you've been through. Just go do what makes you happy. And if they got to say something to say, fuck, let them say it. Fuck it. Like, it shows more about them than it does about you. So stop giving a fuck. That's something that I've been trying to embrace. And it's it's helped with like imposter syndrome confidence just fucking do it because i'm happier now because this is what i want to do right mm. because i think this is what they want me to do i this this is the vision they think i am so i should keep
0: this story up yeah
1: one no more man fucking no more that,
0: that- i fucking love that answer god damn it got me amped right. okay. <laughs> man i used to get i used to care like so much about people man like i wouldn't like I would never go out to a bar, like just say if my friends were at a bar, they're like, oh, come meet us out, but I had to go alone. No. Would never do it. Be in my head. Like just I just I would always care like what other people were was gonna think, right? And when I stopped doing that and I just stopped giving a fuck, that's when I became like my ultimate fucking self. Just confidence through the roof. Who gives a fuck what people think? Right? Yeah. So that's the way to that's the way to go. I love I love that fucking answer. Wow. Great. Great. This is a fun podcast. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, getting out with me and uh, opening up about all this stuff. Um, if there's anything you'd like to add or you tell people where to uh, follow you at, the floor is yours.
1: I'd say just toss you some follows. Uh, at uh, William Tithgott. This is my handle. It's a, it's a mouthful. I get it. Maybe we can type something up for that.
0: <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll make, I'll make sure to have this man in, uh, in my story, so you can find them for sure. So, anyways, my man, appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Absolutely. All right. Have a good one.